Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Feminist, a podcast for feminists of the future. Today we're not your average feminist, but tomorrow we will be. I'm Sarah Curran. I'm Amanda. I'm Christina. All right, guys, thanks for joining us again for another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist podcast. Today we have an interesting subject that we're going to cover. Um, and it's, it's the question of the day, really, um, on everyone's minds, and that is children to have them or not to have them? That is the question that we're talking about today. Obviously, um, <laughs> uh, it's a personal question, and, and we're definitely going to get to all our viewpoints and kind of go around in a circle and discuss our thoughts on that. But um, I guess just to tee things off a little bit, the reason we're talking about this uh, very personal topic um, is because it's been in the news and you know how we do things over here. We like to talk about things that have been in the news lately. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, um, our favorite Democratic Congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, made headlines again uh, for questioning whether it's okay to have children in an era of climate change. And um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, it, it came up during an Instagram live that she did. And um, no, I was not watching live, but I heard about it afterwards, of course. Um, and she was talking about just climate change in general and, you know, the need to leave our, our planet to or leave our planet in a better shape, I guess, for um, the next generation. And let's see, let's what did she say? I'm trying to look for the exact quote. Um, she said, even if you don't have kids, there are still children here in the world and we have a moral obligation to live a better world for them. And then she asked, is it okay to still have children? So obviously, you know, sh what she said that cue outrage, um, cue like a million think pieces about this subject. And so we figured, Hey, this is something that we should talk about. Um, uh, so, and I'm going to also point out before we really get into it that uh, we did a little Twitter poll on our um, NYAF Twitter account. Uh, that was Sarah's idea. So I'm going to let Sarah run through that. But we got some interesting responses, right? Oh, yes. So uh, the question was really phrased along the lines of, if you are planning on having kids mm -hmm. um, and you don't already have them, are, are you delaying for a particular reason? And we gave plenty of room for people to reply if that didn't um, necessarily resonate with their situation in life, which we got a lot of people who responded with, I'm already a mom, or I'm not um, interested in having children at all, et cetera, et cetera, which was mm -hmm. really great. Um, just so you know, you should follow us on Twitter and Facebook so you can be a part of these discussions. Make yes, it good plug. Make it on to uh, the programming for future, for future polls. But anyways, so... Um, we really gave four answers. Obviously, right at the top, we put, yes, climate change is a reason I am either delaying or not having kids. It got zero responses. I should also mention that we have a very serious sample size of 24 votes. So <laughs> very scientific. Yes. Um, but 17% of people said that finances was the number one reason for postponing. 25% because of their career um, which I would probably, uh, we also got a comment in here um, by a Lizzie Ewing who said that sh uh, the length of employment requirements for her employer 
is is the reason why she was choosing career, which is the case for a lot of women. Um, you have to be working at a working with your employer for x amount of months or years before you can be eligible for paid leave, that kind of stuff. And then uh, 58% of all of y'all said you are waiting for your mate. So I think that kind of correlates with um, can't find Mr. and Mrs. Wright or you're waiting for marriage or et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by those results? Not really. I, yeah. I wish I wish somebody had picked climate change so it kind of fit into like I know. our hook for this episode. I but, know. Um, it just goes to show. I think our 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 audience on Twitter maybe are not uh, AOC's biggest fans. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, probably. We might um, have an error in our sample. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still interesting. And then, like like you said, we got a lot of people who replied and said, "Hey, I already have kids," or "I started at 24," and I have someone said she started having kids at 24. I think. Um, and then we did get one response with uh, a general disinterest in having children just don't want them. Uh, so I, I'm pretty pleased with the variety of responses we got. But that I think that also just goes to show that like this is a deeply personal thing and um, for, for everyone has different feelings and opinions on it. And that's that's perfectly fine because it's a definitely a personal preference. Um, mm-hmm. I should mention that two separate people – um, who commented on this uh, said that they already have four kids. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah, like the answers really did run the gamut. <laughs> um, so before we get into too much of the like policy stuff or whatever you want to call it, just about fertility rates in general or why women might be delaying kids, I just want to throw it out to you guys. Like, What are your thoughts and um, feel free to get personal, but how, how do you guys feel about having kids. Um, Sarah, I think I already know what your answer is going to be. <laughs> if um, anyone doesn't already know, I'm pregnant. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, But both you guys, Sarah <laughs> and Christina, I want to hear, and, and obviously I'll give my answer too, but I want to hear from both you guys. Like, you know, what did you think about when you were debating whether or not to have kids? What, what was at the forefront of your mind? You know, um, everything. Well, um, <clears throat> I didn't originally want to have kids. I didn't originally think I'd ever get married. So that just goes to show what planning does when you're yeah. in youth. Um, so yeah, despite all of my intentions, I'm married and I have a kid on the way and I'm happy about the life choice changes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it happened along the way. But um, So in case Sarah's husband is listening, she's very happy. I'm very happy, honey. Um, but yeah, I'm 37 weeks pregnant right now. So no turning back. <laughs> I'm just ready to pop at this point. Um, but no, I, I totally get it. I was once a young woman in my 20s and I wanted to just kind of be a career lady and not have any kids. I'm curious, did you and your husband um, have conversations about timing or are we ready for kids, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that? I think early on in us dating is when uh, do you want to ever have kids came up in conversation, Mm -hmm. which I guess is good because it was just kind of like, is this even worth dating each other? Like, are we going to agree on this kind of stuff? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm like down to have like kids Mm -hmm. at that point. 
and he's uh, he was talking about like wanting a whole a whole bunch of kids, and I was like, okay, hold on there, Tiger. <laughs> I'm I'm down to try, and so, anyways, and then here we are now. But that was eight years later. Um, wow, so we definitely yeah. definitely delayed having kids because mm-hmm. we delayed getting married um, and all that kind of stuff. So and honestly, finances and career were like 50-50 for me yeah. on uh, on those decisions. Interesting. What about you, Christina? Did you and your husband ever have the talk? I mean, yeah, we did. Um, I never wanted to have kids and uh-huh. I've never really wavered in not wanting to have kids. Okay. So when we started dating, we had the talk, but it kind of worked out perfectly because he already has a child. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to have any more. So mm-hmm. it made it very easy for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't. I mean, we had the discussion fairly early on in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to have like lots of kids, we would just have broken up. I wouldn't have changed my mind for him. Wow. So, yeah. I just knew. Really yeah. So early how on, did you know? Just out of I curiosity. Just knew I don't like kids. <laughs> I don't do, I mean, I'm, I can do really well. You're with good with kids. Yeah. And I'm great in like really short spans. Um, <laughs> when I was in college, hilarious. I thought that I wanted to be a school teacher. And Are when I realized serious? I wanted to deal with kids all the time, I changed my major. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, it was one of those, like, I knew that I just couldn't do it. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, I like kids in very short spans, but I don't think I could do like a whole weekend with a child Mm -hmm. unless maybe like it's my sister's kid Mm um and like my stepson is a teenager so I don't really have to worry about it Mm -hmm. but yeah no I mean I I don't know how people do it (laughs) I'm I'm envious of people that can I just for you I don't have any maternal instincts whatsoever so for you it was more of just like a gut instinct like I just know I'm not cut out for this yeah yeah I would much rather, and had no, like, there was no financial aspects of me making the decision, no, like, Mm -hmm. career choices. It was like, I want to live my life how I want to live my life, and I don't want to have to answer to basically anyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you ever feel like, or maybe you have examples or stories, I don't know, actually, but um, do you feel like you've ever gotten, like, weird pushback for that or, like, um, people judging you for it? Oh, yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I was in an Uber and the woman started telling me about how everyone should have big families. And she started like really pressing, like an Uber driver started really pressing mm-hmm. me on if I had kids. So I ended up lying and said I couldn't have kids. Aww. Because people really, I mean, I don't regret not having kids and I don't regret the decision to not want to have kids. Mm-hmm. But there are people that really do kind of judge the fact that you don't want to have children. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, to the point where some of my like really good friends waited, one of my good friends waited until later in life to have kids. And even two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we were having lunch and she asked me, you know, if I was going to change my mind. And I was like, no chance. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's different. I mean, I, I can only imagine like the, I mean, we all know that women have like feel pressure all the time to like have kids and have the perfect life and perfect career and like everything has to be picture perfect. So I guess I can only imagine what it's like to make a decision that kind of goes against that conventional wisdom and then have to like deal with questions all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, 
nothing bothered me more. Because um, I used to tell people when they asked me, are you going to have kids? And I'd be like, nope. And yeah, so I got the same thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was just like, I can't believe how opinionated you are on something that doesn't affect your life. It's yeah. my life. Like, why do you care yeah. whether I procreate or not? I, I, I still do not understand why people yeah. care. Well, it's almost, it's like, it's almost just like a weird, like conversation starter question. Like, cause I would get it from people too, like right after I got married from people that like, didn't even really know me, but they would find out that I just got married. Like maybe they were my parents' friends or something. And they'd found out that I, you know, got married a year ago or whatever. And the very next follow-up question would be like, so when are you going to have kids? And I would just look at them and be like, you don't, I don't even know you. Why are you asking me this? Like, it's so weird. Like, I just wish people would stop asking that question. Yeah. It's a weird question. Yeah. Because um, mainly because, like, I don't know. Like, that's the answer. I don't know when we're going to have kids. And, like, my husband and I got so sick and tired of this question that he actually started answering it with um, just saying tonight and smiling. And that's how he would just deflect the situation. <laughs> so awkward. I know. I know. So I, after a couple times, I was like, you have to stop doing that. Like, because it just makes the, the conversation more awkward than it was. Well, before, actually, that's but. kind of, it's kind of brilliant. Right? <laughs> Make them crawl in their skin. Yeah. So like creepy faces to go along with it to make it even more awkward. It I think he terrible. probably did. But it just you made like a, your eyebrow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's how we ended up dealing with it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been married for, uh, oh my gosh, how, six, sorry. I totally blanked for a second, going on six years. And um, which is not like a long time, but I guess, you know, from where we're from, you know, the South, it is unusual to be married for this long and not procreate. Um, so... I would say if I were answering the question, you know, are you putting off kids or if so, why? Um, I definitely have been putting off kids. And, um, you know, when I got married, I was 23 and I told my husband that I wanted to be married for five years before even thinking about having kids. So we very like intentionally did put it off, uh, for a variety of reasons, I just I, I would say career and finances, but those are I guess kind of both intertwined. Like I wanted to get ahead enough in my career to feel like I could, you know, go on maternity leave or like have a kid and it not affect my career. Um, as weird as that is to say, or I don't know if that sounds shallow, but um, that's how I was, you know, the first five years of our marriage, and then and then also it was a lot of finances like you know we do we do well I'm not we're not struggling and you know we've both been very blessed but like when I think about having kids now the first thing I think about is oh my gosh how are we gonna afford it you know and and, and I and I don't think it's just because we live in DC and it's like a high cost of living area I think probably everyone in my position stresses about that well yeah because that that's your vacation money that's your disposable income that you've grown accustomed to that's your you know, hair is expensive. Nanny is more expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, th- I, I think, you know, I, 
I would say at this point, it's mostly about finances. Um, but I'm curious, you know, I, I, I guess it's different for you, Christina, because you always knew that you didn't want kids. But maybe this is a good question for Sarah is like, did you like how much was career a factor in putting off kids or like not wanting to do it right away? I mean, similar to what you said, because mm-hmm. I wanted to be in a spot where I could take off work and have flexibility, whether I came back to that job or whether I was freelancing myself. I mean, honestly, up until last year, I had my own business. So I was like, well, this is great. And I'm just going to bank a whole bunch of money. And then when I take, when I have a kid, it's not like I necessarily get maternity leave. It's my business. So I was just like, okay, I'll have to, I had to seriously save up to be able to think about having, being able to afford a kid. Mm -hmm. It was kind of much different. So it was finances than career, but up and like now it's, it's very much, I need to be in, I need to be in a, and I have to be really cognizant of, Mm -hmm. uh, because I work in the political cycle, I have to be very aware of when I'm getting pregnant and when the baby will be coming because a lot of people joke that I really plan this pregnancy well because I'll be having my baby at the very beginning of an off cycle. Yeah, it is uh, kind of perfect. Well, it's perfect timing. So yeah. now you're going to miss me when I'm gone for, you know, a couple months, uh, come back in mm-hmm. summer when people are ready to actually dig into the the weeds of politics. But yeah, so. Do you um, worry or do you ever have fears about how it, people at work will view you after coming out from maternity leave or like if things will change? Um, I don't know. No, I don't have that worry. Um, in my situation, I'm sure if things were different, yeah, but I work with really cool folks um, in a very family friendly uh, company. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, I don't have that problem. I'm sure there will be people in maybe clients that feel like I might not be giving them a hundred percent of my uh, attention or might be nervous because I'm a new mom that like I'm going to be distracted. I don't, I don't foresee that as being a problem, but that's also the um, naivete of a never, never been through this before. No, no, this is new (laughs) to me. So I like to think that I can keep those things separate. Like I have other personal mm-hmm. things in my life. Um, yeah. And no, I think that's about it. Yeah. Well, I I do think it's interesting. Um, and, and a lot of people, it seems like a lot of women anyways, are delaying having kids. Um, and I'm going to pull up some news sources because I think this is important. Um Let's see. Did we talk about the CNN article yet? I can't remember. Not yet. No. Okay. So um, there is a CNN story from a few weeks ago, and the title of the article is U.S. fertility rate is below level needed to replace population, study says. So that's kind of uh, a jarring – sorry about that. That's kind of a jarring um, headline. Yeah. Um, but once we dug a little deeper into the numbers, it started to make more sense. Uh, so yeah. you you were saying that this is just a snapshot of the last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's measured, it's measured in terms of um, births per thousand women. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so this this CNN story is about the fertility rate for the United States in 2017, and um, yeah. the study says that it. Uh, let's see, continue to dip below what's needed for the population to replace itself, according to a report from the National Center for Health Statistics. Um, and it, it kind of breaks it down by state and by um, race and some other things. But the gist uh, is basically that, uh, let's see, in 2017, among the 50 states in the District of Columbia, total fertility rates ranged from a rate of 2.227. Wait, two th- I'm sorry, I can't read. A rate of 2,227.5 births per 1,000 women in South Dakota to 1,421 per 1,000 women in D.C., a difference of 57% according to the report, Um, which is interesting, but also not surprising that D.C. has the lowest fertility rate. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so overall, the total fertility rate for the United States in 2017 was 1,765.5 per 1,000 women which was 16% below what is considered the level needed for a population to replace itself, which is kind of crazy. Um, What else stood out from this report? I I think that's basically it. It's just, well, something that I thought was interesting Mm because I was like, well, what is like, how many births do there need to be per thousand women to, for the population to replenish itself? Uh And it's 2,100. So okay. the doubling the women plus adding, I guess, a couple hundred more yeah. in just for good, good measure. <laughs> so what, is that like that statistic, like every woman needs to have like 2.1 kids or something in order to um, <laughs> uh, replace the population or whatever? I can't do math. Um, I don't quite know how that works. I don't either. I, I don't understand the math there. Yeah. Um, but we have another um, – research survey something like this and it's by pew and it, oh, yeah, that's a good one and it it's good to compare this with because instead of just like an annual snapshot of births to mm-hmm. women population um it's 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 looking at the long like the longer picture like over over the lifetime of women mm-hmm. yes and so it comes to the c- conclusion that yes while women are putting off getting pregnant, Mm -hmm. especially in their 20s, um, it doesn't mean that we are having less children as a society. And that's like as the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, And it actually suggests that birth rates on average are increasing. Yeah. It's from 1.86 in uh, that was – 2006 was the lowest on record and now in 2016 it's up to 2.42 so interesting more people are actually having yeah and actually this jumped out at me too uh, from that pew study um talking about the share of u.s women at the end of their childbearing years who have ever given birth was higher in 2016 than it had been 10 years earlier Quote, some 86% of women ages 40 to 44 are mothers compared with 80% in 2006, according to a Pew Research Center analysis, end quote. Um, the share of women in this age group for our mothers is similar to what it was in the early 1990s. I think that's really interesting and and probably um, is happening for a lot of reasons, one of them being like advances in modern medicine, um, allowing women to get pregnant and have kids, even if they're not married or if they don't have a partner. Um, so that's probably has a lot to do with it. 
um, I would guess. But yeah, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. And obviously, like, you know, I'm not a social scientist. I don't have a ton of data sitting in front of me, so I can't say this with certainty. But um, I'd, I'd be curious, and I should have looked this up before. I'd be curious to, like, track this with, like, overall marriage rates in the United States. Like, is there a decline mm-hmm. in marriage also? Um, I think it's interesting. As I women, like people are postponing marriage. Yeah, but as like well. as women yeah. are becoming more independent and like doing more things and like finding more freedom in like you know themselves or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'd be interested to see or or know if a lot of them are maybe putting off marriage or not getting married or like choosing to be single and then deciding later in life like, hey, I actually am missing this piece and like I do want to become a mother, and so they're. Um, pursuing other avenues towards motherhood, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm for sure positive yeah. that there's an uptick in single mothers. Yeah. Like, especially like not on the accident side, like right. planned single mother- yeah. motherhood. Yeah, like planned. Planned single motherhood. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, just because it's not stigmatized like it used mm-hmm. to be. And there's just more opportunities for women to, I mean, if you're, you're a career woman and you're in your forties and that's when you decide to, you know, you want to have a kid regardless of whether you have a partner or not, mm-hmm. you have, you have the flexibility at your work and with your finances mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Um, also, I have a fun fact in this Pew study, it said that the median age for which women became mothers in the U S is now 26 compared with uh, 23. Really? That, that's so crazy. That seems so young to me. And <laughs> and I'm probably just saying that because of like where I live, right? Like in DC, being a 26-year-old mom is kind of nuts, right? Like yeah. you just don't see them. I didn't know any 26-year-old moms. Christina, did you know any 26-year-old moms? In DC. Yeah. Really? Here? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. I just need to know the people that you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I knew plenty of twenty-six-year-old uh, moms that live back in South oh, Carolina. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were like, they were anywhere from eighteen to twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> you became a mom, so I mean, I think that's what's driving uh, that think, the age now. Anyways, and I want both of you guys to answer this. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, or? just neutral that um, women are waiting longer and we're seeing these like shifts and trends. I don't know. Neutral. Yeah. I don't think it's good or bad. <laughs> and neutral. Yeah. I think I probably agree. I can't, I don't know that I could see um, anything necessarily bad coming out of it. I'm sure there's some people out there that think that, you know, women waiting longer or maybe missing their window or, you know, whatever you want to call it to have kids and being, you know, means that they're having less kids and like, that's bad for society. Like I'm sure there's people out there that think that. Um, and I'd be curious to talk to them, but yeah. Yeah, no, true. But so, yeah, I think overall it's, it's just kind of like the where society is moving and I can't see it necessarily being a bad thing or a good thing. It's just, Again, like we said at the at the top of the show, it's just a very personal decision. Well, I'm also sure that there's probably some relation between like lifespan and when people decide to start having kids because people are starting to get married later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, living, living longer. longer. 
Um, so, I mean, you're not concerned at 18 to get married and have kids. Women now wait longer to make those decisions in life. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think in like the, even like probably the fifties and sixties, women weren't waiting necessarily that long. Yeah. As they are now. So, I mean, I'm sure it's based partially on life expectancy and things like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I think also culturally, um, I don't know, the, back in the olden days, mm-hmm. um, there was so much more uh, like adult expectations set on even 18 year olds you graduate from high school and then you have a good paying job at I don't know the factory in town and by then you've married your high school sweetheart and you don't necessarily go off to college now it's like you can be a party animal through your entire 20s yeah to your 30s (laughs) yeah so I I just think um I think a lot of people just want to have a little fun and experiment and stuff like that Hmm. and they don't want to jump right into the rigors of marriage and child rearing yeah it is a lot that's for sure and and I guess you know if there's no pressure to kind of do it right away like why do it right away unless you just really want to right yeah I mean my sister-in-law had kids five years ago Mm -hmm. she's 50 so she had kids at 45 wow yeah. Was that intentional? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. She waited for a long – she didn't get married until late 30s, early 40s. Interesting. And and has – I mean, but I also think it was intentional because she works in television, so uh-huh. <laughs> for her, I think it's very career-based. Yeah, like She for needed sure. to establish herself to make sure that she could maintain – like, like, I think hers was very strategic and very much career-based. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I find this so fascinating. I, I I, mean, if I could, I would just like pull like 1,200 women in a room and get their own, like each personal story about this because I just think this is so fascinating on like how women make these decisions, you know? So um, maybe we should go back to AOC's original question then and answer it for her. Is it okay to have kids in an era of climate change? What do you guys think? Well, I, I think um, what's important to pull out here is obviously people are having kids. Um, they don't necessarily think that the effects of climate change will be that detrimental to the well-being of their children. Right. This is not and I, a huge caveat. This is not to say they do not believe that climate change is a real thing mm-hmm. or that it's um, very important that we act on it in like very extreme like ways. Mm-hmm. It's just to say they don't think that it's going to be so problematic as to end the world as we know it. Yeah. And the human species from – keep the human species yeah. from – Yeah, I mean, yes. I think just based on like the numbers that we've talked about already, most people, you know, are probably aren't even thinking of the question that she has, to be honest. Um yeah, I don't know. I, 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 you know, when we talked about this topic or when we discussed, you know, talking about this on the show, um, I don't remember which one of you brought it up, but one of you guys said that you thought it was probably like putting it or blaming it on climate change is maybe a cover um, for other issues or, or something else. And maybe it's like cool or popular or like 
a, a nice virtue signal to say that I'm nervous about having kids because of climate change, but really it's probably just like deep down it's about like we're just not ready or I don't have the money or I don't don't like, or I'm just a little bit selfish, like not in a bad way. I wish selfish is not the right word I'm looking for, but just like, I want to focus on me and like not have to worry about another human. I feel like this came up when we were discussing this uh, last Uh time and it's, it's a good excuse. So instead of having to be like, Oh, I'm infertile or Oh, I can't have kids or I don't want to have kids. Mm -hmm. You can just say, I don't want to do it because of climate change. And, and just like just turn it like- into a act of like political activism and like, you know, so we can all feel good about ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when we, uh, when you talked about this business insider article at the beginning too, and like 30% of people surveyed by business insider said that they like uh, strongly agree, agree, or somewhat agree that people should consider climate change when having kids. Like, do 30% of people polled really believe that? Or is it just, like, something that's, like, cool to say in this era of, like, always being a political activist? You know? I don't know. It's, um, yeah, no, it's funny. I think this is just, like, a funny... It's ridiculous. I think this just shows people don't actually think it's as existential of a threat yeah. as um, people on in certain corners of the internet yeah. would have you believe. Or certain politicians from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and again, I'm no expert on climate change. I have no idea, honestly. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't exist or it's not, you know, man doesn't contribute it, but contribute to it. But I would bet that like most people – my age or, you know, our age thinking about having kids are probably not factoring in climate change. So um, there you go, AOC. I guess we just answered your question for you. You're welcome. We'll take – If you want to have kids, you can have kids. It'll be fine. Yeah. We're resilient. Yeah, and if you don't want to have kids, resilient. don't have kids. Like, you know, every – any option is okay. I, I think it's like whatever you and your partner decide um, – it's perfectly fine, and uh, let's not please, 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 politicians out there, please do not start pressuring people into making certain decisions one way or the other because that's the last thing we need. This is like the new version of I'm not having kids because it's immoral because we're going to run out of resources. Yeah. Like the, the world is overpopulated, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's been debunked. Yeah one too many times so yeah we just don't need we i think there's the last thing we need is politicians making us feel bad about our choices am i right you're right snaps (laughs) it's basically like the reverse of gilead and a hand the handmaid's tale oh no a handmaid's tale reference that i don't understand (laughs) i still have not seen that show way to flip it on christina Uh, I need to. I need to just like buckle down and watch it already. I know, so I can understand. Read the book. Read the book is first. it better? It's completely different. Oh, it? I mean, okay, yeah. yeah, I haven't read the book either. So, um, I basically everything I know about a Handmaid's Tale I have picked up from Twitter. So there you go. It's a pretty oh, good show. You should you should watch it. I mean, it's 
it's good. I mean, they're trying to make it more activist mm-hmm. than anything else, but yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't not watched it because of like, like, oh, I'm choosing not to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, so, and it just looks kind of depressing. And I, you know, when I unwind and watch Netflix, I want to watch something like not depressing and dark. Although I did watch it Ozarks and I loved it, lead. so I guess I don't know. It's a good, strong female lead, is though, it? in that show. Okay. Like, really solidly good. Okay. Yeah, I love the show. But after the first season, and even you could argue during the first season, you know, they kind of go off script. And, I mean, the reason why I love the book is because they left it so open-ended and you don't know what happens to Offred. Ooh, okay. And they, they, they fill in the blank in subsequent episodes on the TV show. Interesting. And uh, you know how I just like to wonder what could have happened. <laughs> don't we all? And they filled in the blank for me, and I don't know if I like that. But anyways, right, I'll give yes. it a whirl. Not to get too off off um, topic, but um, <laughs> all right. So, do you guys have any other parting thoughts about children? Also, nope. I just think this has really been awesome because, like, the three of us are all kind of in different stages. So, Christina's not having kids. Sarah, you're about to have a kid, and I'm like. Ah, like I want kids, I think, but like I don't know when. So we're all at different stages, which I think is cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Well, with that, um, this concludes another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist podcast. Thanks for joining us. As always, please leave us a review um, on whatever platform you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. We're um, all there. Or drop us a line at hello at nyafpod.com. We'd love to hear from you. We may even read your email on the show. Uh, So get ready for that. Um, All right. Anything else before we hang up? Nope. Nope. Just uh, share this with your friends, y'all. Oh, yeah. Always share. Um, All right. Going once, going twice. All right. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.